Welcome to Kilgallen's Pub, the podcast where I, comedian Joe Kilgallen, like to sit back, have some drinks with people, and recreate that bar conversation we all know and love. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Kilgallen's Pub as well as on Twitter. Follow me on all the platforms. That's simply at Joe Kilgallen. We're live on YouTube again, so thanks to all the YouTube subscribers. You've been killing it. James and I are working on a project. Yeah, also, the latest stamp special. Hopefully, we're aiming for April. Um, we mastered the audio. James mastered the audio. And uh, my man, Toby McMullen, my director extraordinaire, is uh, wheels are in motion right now. I'm really excited for it because uh, we fucking stepped it up a notch yeah. this time around, didn't we? Yeah. And um, I'm very excited for this podcast, too. We've got two very fun, cool young comedians here in the city of Chicago. We have Alexa Jager and Corinda Ray Larson. <laughs> Fuck yeah to both of you guys. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks hey, for having thanks us. For us. <laughs> you know, not all at once. Let's. <laughs> you guys are like fucking synchronized right now. That was horrible. I got. Um, we're gonna get into some fun shit with you two because I think you guys are both very interesting personalities, and, and, we're and you guys up. are producing some really cool shows right now in the city of Chicago. And so I like that about you as comedians and go getters. But I forgot, James. I never brought this up on the podcast. What? I did. I did this about shit. When was it? I want to say early February. Yeah. I I didn't really promote it a lot on social media because I felt so weird and awkward about it. But I was a judge on the Miss Chicago beauty pageant. What? Oh, yeah. Yes. I saw that on Instagram. Yeah, I posted on Instagram, and it was a funny picture because it looks like I'm photobombing this group shot <laughs> of, like, these winners. And all, I was the only male judge. Sure. I was the only you judge. You were the male gaze. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> right? <laughs> they had me because they were looking for, like... Yeah, how did you get local this celebrity judge? Yeah. Which I don't know how I qualified for. I was in a Cubs commercial on an episode of Chicago Med. Good enough. That's it. And um, I was replacing <laughs> some like local weatherman or whatever who was sick. But that <laughs> dude yeah. had been a judge for like the last eight years. And everyone else was the other judges were a past Miss Michigan, a past Miss um, Indiana, past Miss Wisconsin. And so they like use them because I guess they use them to go judge like other states and stuff. They were not going to pass Miss Illinois because she might know someone. So it's like, <laughs> ah, it's conflict yeah. of interest and all that kind of nonsense. So it was really weird for me because I then found out at the end of the whole process that I picked pe- women that none of the judges liked. Oh. The ones I thought were great, they were like, mm, here's why we didn't like them. And I was, I remember when they were revealing it because we do our scoring and then we submit it like, you know, one to 10 type stuff on each like thing they did. And I remember as they're naming them off being like, what the fuck? Like, you her? Fuck her. How do you like her? <laughs> it made me feel creepy as shit, too. And some friends were like, well, did they do the bikini? No, they don't do that anymore because this is America, Miss America 2.0 is what they call the new thing. <laughs> it's a scholarship program. Yes, it is. So you know this stuff. Um, I've seen Miss Congeniality. Are you, yeah. are you two? Did you two? <laughs> it's always been a But in Miss Congeniality, did they have bikinis during that movie? Oh, yeah, they did. They it's don't do the bikini now. But the, right. the, the running joke in the movie is that they keep going, it's not a beauty pageant, it's a scholarship program or whatever. Uh, so, uh, well, so some of the judge, I mean, everyone was nice, and I got along with some people better than other people, but... Were you picking the women you thought were hotter? or that No, were I was being things? good about it. You Obviously, <laughs> looks helped. Yeah, and just yeah, so yeah. I'm not too... Like, the one part of it I did feel completely uncomfortable with and did not really like, and I was... So the Miss... Um, like Miss Chicago, mm-hmm. like you had to be. It was like the age range were like nineteen to twenty five. I don't think you because be after that, women are irrelevant. <laughs> I didn't want to have to say it. But thank you're, you. no, you're basically dead. <laughs> thank I'm you. getting there. Yeah, are you twenty five yet? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. And She's how old are dead. you? I'm twenty four. Twenty four. I've got another good year. You hesitated and lied. I feel like you're. What are you really? 29? I, I I forgot. No, I thought I might be twenty three for a second, but I think I'm twenty four. Twenty four. Oh, man. man. 
When I was a 24-year-old comedian coming up, I would have killed to be on a podcast like this. <laughs> I'm being an asshole. Podcasts uh, didn't exist back then. <laughs> that's not true at all, actually. Um, How old are you? There are radio 35. shows. 35? Thank you. No. How long have podcasts been around? The radio has been around. No, because there was one a lot of Chicago comics did, and I could tell a whole long story you did, about that. You didn't that. get no, on it? Wait, no, I you, was on it a lot. Finish your pageant thing. All right, so yeah, yeah. we're sticking to the pageant thing. Did either of you, neither of you did pageants, right? Mm-hmm. Corinda, you Look seem like you'd be from a town where... There was a girl that's like, Mama, I want to do a pageant. I just feel like, even though you're from northern Wisconsin, it just comes off like there'd be a couple pageant kids in your class. Yeah, no. It's the um, only way you're going to get out of this town. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, the only, like, sometimes, uh, oh, not sometimes, every hunting season. Um, <laughs> See, there we go. Hunting they would, season. They would bring in uh, the traveling strippers to the, the crowbar, um, and that was the big entertainment of the year. But other than that, there's n- there was no, like, beauty pageants or contests or anything like that. All right, we're going to have to do a timeout on the, <laughs> the pageant talk because I want to go back to traveling strippers. I didn't know traveling strippers was a thing. Oh, Wait yeah. Circus. Oh, yeah. Which makes sense because, like, every now and then, you, you know, as comedians, we drive around a lot, and... I'm sure other people who road trip a lot have noticed this throughout America. I don't know if it's like this in other countries. You know, we got some English listeners. What's up, England? And <laughs> I don't know if, like, you know, I'll be driving through Michigan and you'll see like signs being like strip club, this exit. And you're like, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. There's not even a grocery store around here, but there's a strip club. And I'm always like, I want to stop in one just to see what the talent looks like. <laughs> I've never have. I'm not really. I'm not like a strip club guy. I'm not like opposed, of course. If I'm going to a bachelor party and they're like, "We're going to a strip club," I'm like, "Well, I'm going to a strip club." But I would never be like on a Friday night. Hey, James, let's get the crew together and let's go hit up the Admiral, which is like a big strip club in town, because they just seem like a waste of money. Oh, they're gonna get you all fucking horned up, and then it's like you right. can't do anything. See you later. Well, because female strip clubs, or I mean, male ones. Like if you two went to go see like dicks flopping around you could like grab balls and stuff but do they exist or is oh, it just that's yeah, just like a vegas thing i think like, they're in vegas can... there's no there's one in wisconsin well they travel they around too the chippendales per- travel oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta travel the sugar you gotta shack s- in wisconsin i've heard that name you gotta suck a town dry and then move on <laughs> yeah <laughs> suck it dry literally or are, i didn't know what take it however you want <laughs> all right well <laughs> take it the obvious way <laughs> Did you go to the strip club? I was not allowed. I was, oh, you were too young? I was in high school when I lived I there. didn't yeah. know if you were. Um, but if you'd there a lot of my uncles 20s. and all of my extended, any male you knew a lot in of the my county. All of my there. aunts. It's like a big inside joke. Our Uncle Gary got in a little trouble there. When I, so I, I used Okay, to, no, you're telling this story. What did <laughs> yeah. Uncle Gary do? Are you, are you, your Uncle Gary's not going to listen to my podcast. Yeah, he's probably not going to listen to it. But it, Okay, so what my closest experience with the strippers at, uh, so this it's this bar called the Crowbar that they would- uh, post up at and that's actually I'm gonna do a show there with Mike Ball hopefully and he's like Mike do you have Ball. any venues uh, that would host comedy and I'm like, crowbar host anything so they were I don't know a half mile down the highway from the motel I worked at in high school and the strippers would av- always stay at our motel afterwards um, but they got banned my junior year of high school because um, a chair got thrown through the window yeah. <laughs> so the strippers would still come to town, but they weren't allowed to stay in the one motel room we had. So I, th- I think they had to stay at the campground down the road. So they, they, they camped out? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh my the God. pervert little boys in that town must have had a field day. <laughs> Climb up a tree. We see some titties. Like, I don't know why I'm making them hillbillies for some reason. Well, they're, they're hillbillies. How oh, okay. was working in, like, 
you worked in a motel in high school. That's freaking crazy to me. I have a friend who works at like a La Quinta in like suburban Wisconsin. Like, so not even like middle of nowhere, like Ratchetsville. And the shit she sees blows my mind. Like, just lots of prostitutes and stuff coming through. My favorite is one time she, I like was like, hey, how was work? And she goes, well, this guy left his whole case of butt plugs. (laughs) And then. And he called and was like, I left my shorts in the room. And we went to look for his shorts. And there was a whole case of butt plugs. And we were like, we know you aren't coming back for your shorts. You just didn't want to say it on the phone. <laughs> and then he came in and we had to give it to him. And now he stays here all the time. And I know what he looks like. And this whole thing. And I've seen everything that's been in his butt. And like this whole thing. And uh, her coworker was like, dude, if you leave behind a whole case of butt plugs and some athletic shorts... You abandon those shorts. <laughs> you don't get them back. You buy a new case of everything. This is like a regular there. I am now thinking I must be the least kinky person in the world because whenever I hear stuff like this, I'm like, mm, nope, not for me. Mm. Yeah, but, my you need a case of them. Yeah, I a know. fucking case, dude. My like, was butt, it like a briefcase? I, yeah, just like a fucking fancy case. Like I don't know. chips. I know. I like no kink shaming. Respect to anyone who likes whatever they want. But personally, no. Fuck that. A case is too many. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. I'm gonna kink shame that guy. A case. Well, because I'm thinking a case has got to be at least twelve for different sizes. Okay. Hard, I don't know. But my a case is my... one step below a duffel bag, and that is too many butt <laughs> that's, plugs. That's an escalation. <laughs> my ass is a one way street. It's it, it's a do not enter. It's one way. And I'm, no, <laughs> I won't kink shame that. If people want to do ass stuff go for it all the ass play you want have as much fun as possible but you're right a case but I'm of sorry. like 12 12 butt plugs on vacation buddy come on or is he just like a travel like, no he's a regular probably so I'm a sure it's a source of income or a prostitute yeah, it's a source thing of income. or something if he's a but regular just, at the hotel and or motel right or he's a probably, hotel no it's, it's a La Quinta oh yeah it's right a La Quinta so he's oh, seeing, I stay at those because they let dogs stay there yeah no he's <laughs> probably like I don't know if he's seeing a prostitute or if or he best is westerns do. but you're right that's a lot of butt plugs because that's like you're like any given day you're like hmm Am I feeling a seven or a twelve? Like how much? I had a friend how a, plugged do I want to be today? <laughs> I, I've heard women travel with like, like purse size bags of dildos, or vibrators. Full. Like a, like maybe like a bag like that. Full? Like a, like a makeup Mine bag size. Mine is only size. two thirds. <laughs> I have one. I've heard so that. So they have multiple dildos that they travel with. That's what I've heard from a friend of a friend. Like a coat. That they still just seems open like it. a. But if you're like, I don't know. It seems like a lot. I don't even. I don't own a dildo um, because I don't like anything phallic. Nothing that looks like a dick. Why no. do they have veins? I don't own. A Why do dildos either. have veins? I just That's have a, a vibrator. It's not like anyone's vibrator. like my favorite part of sleeping with men is the veins on <laughs> <laughs> their dick. Like I really just need veins on my sex toys. It makes me really angry. So yeah, the I veins don't buy dildos. are a weird part. So I, I have a vibrator, but I don't. They are. I don't fuck with dildos because yeah, the veins make me so mad. By the way, the whole time you're talking about veins, Corinda got oddly quiet. Are you pro like, veins or yeah, anti veins? Like, yeah, I'm just thinking like, about my boyfriend's dick right now. Like, oh. she's thinking about the veins on that shit. See, that's a new relationship though. So oh, wait, yeah. wait a couple months, you get to know face. each one of those veins. Yeah, yeah dude, I've been, I've been seeing a guy for a while. I haven't even seen his dick. I don't even fucking know. Don't get me wrong. We've slept together. I just am not looking. Don't want to see the veins. How are you not looking? You gotta look. It's my new best friend. You don't have to look. No, I don't get. I'm sorry. Listen, by the way, we'll get back to Miss Chicago eventually, but we will never get back. Never. I do. Unless it's about how I should have won. You. And this is if this is too personal. I'm not asking you guys. No, I will tell you everything. I think our most sexual episodes are actually when I have male guys or male guys. What the fuck am I saying? When I have guys on the podcast. But let me ask you this because you made me think of something. Are you both, or not both, but yours individuals? Sex, Corinna, you first. Sex with the lights on or off? What do you prefer? Or it doesn't matter? Doesn't matter. Okay. 
Lights yeah, off. I don't care. Well, you make it seem like off because you don't want to accidentally see well, a fucking bang. she closes her eyes. <laughs> no, I just, yeah, I just don't look down. Her eyes are closed. I don't look down. I have a stand-up bit about you it. You don't, don't look down? What if these dudes are putting genital warts filled dicks up in you? You're not going to glance down? You glance down for the safety. <laughs> That's what condoms are for, yo. Okay, I still think you got to look. Okay, I'm exaggerating. What I have seen his what if penis. It's really funny. What if he's You're got right. like you know? I have seen his penis. It's fine. I just don't make a habit of looking. And I <laughs> did once sleep with an uncircumcised guy and not notice. That is a hundred percent a true story. Okay. So that's like I often don't how, look. How did you f- find out then that he was uncircumcised? His roommate, who was one of my best friends, because I slept with my best friend's roommate, because that's what friends do. <laughs> sure. <laughs> he was. He was like. So was he the first uncircumcised guy you've been with? And I was like. He's uncircumcised. <laughs> I was like, I had no awareness. Yeah. How no, I, does the roommate know that his roommate is uncircumcised? How does your best friend know that the roommate? They, I guess, talk about their dicks. I don't know what boys <laughs> I guess who that live would come together up. do. Yeah, that would come James up, is like, yeah, like, right. like, they're just sitting there playing <laughs> games, and there's like a lull in the conversation. It just goes, "Hey, man, you cut." <laughs> I, I love when women do impressions of guys because it's so inaccurate. That is dead on. What are you talking about? It wouldn't be like that. Dude, it would be, you'd be talking I'm... about random shit and then it would come about. But you wouldn't be like, yo, bro. You cut. You cut. Like, yeah, no, it would be. But I wish time, he was that Did cool. you ever cut your dick off? Every time a man does an impression of a woman, it's like. Oh my god! And are you because I'm gonna be really upset if you are you bleeding? Are you bleeding? Are we good? Like they go up like eight octaves and make it sound sad. When you both sat down, the first thing you said to Corinna was, "Your tits look great." Yeah. So come on. (laughs) You heard that, James? That's the first thing you said to her. And Corinna said, "Well, I was working tonight." She's like, "I was working tonight. I gotta get the tips. I gotta get the tips. I just, I just believe in supporting my friends. I just believe in support." Though. <laughs> there you go. All right, I was just curious about the sex I'm of the lights on. I always want to tell people when they look good or whatever, even though I don't think we're defined by our bodies, whatever. But I always like to I give I give compliments really freely. It's something I think is really important to me. Like strangers, whatever. I try not to compliment strangers' tits because that can make them <laughs> uncomfortable and can be harassment. But if we're even like remotely a friend. I'm going to be like, your tits look great. But like, Corinne and I are good friends. So I'm going to say, your tits look great to everyone. If we were like acquaintances, I'd get in close and whisper her so as not to embarrass. <laughs> hey, your tits look great. <laughs> it is a shame you can't just tell strangers that they look hot. Right? I do. I say Sometimes you I want to say to a stranger, you, you know what? That's cat real hot. There's a way to do it. Girls no, cat do it. calling's out of car, I think. No, right? but there's, there's a good way. Like, you look, hey, you look really nice. Or that top fits you really well. Or, or I like you know, your style. I love your style. That's a the, that's a very like, oh, this girl wants to tell me I'm hot. One of my coworkers <laughs> wanted to tell me that she liked my lipstick, but we were at work and she, she was shouting at her house the table with a bunch of people and didn't want to make me uncomfortable by calling attention to my lips as if that wasn't what I was looking for. And uh, she was like... Your face looks good. <laughs> I was like, "What?" And she's later told me she was like, "Oh, I was gonna say your mouth looked good, but I thought that was too sexual." Are you the two? Like, are you the only woman? No, there we have some other women. Uh, at at our level, like at the lower level, twenty four year old level, it's like pretty mixed. But then when you get up, that's when it's like real heavily male. Because <laughs> by the way, Corinda, you're just kind of like raising your eyebrows at her, <laughs> which makes for good. I mean, we're, we're filming this yeah, too, okay. so it's good for that. But just so you, everyone listening on the audio podcast, Corinda's like, oh, she's giving her like that, like, hey, with like a real Bugs Bunny type of thing. Oh, literally, just like, oh god, that's your day, that's your life every day. Yeah, no, it's it's weird uh, to be on like a team of all, all men. What do you whatever. do for a living again? 
I, was that said a second ago and I missed it? or No, no we okay. didn't say it. I uh, work for a large consulting firm. I was a consultant, but then remembered that that's soul-sucking and I hated it. So now I actually work as like a research assist, like a research analyst for this large consulting firm. Now, everyone, I, now we'll, so I'm going to save this so for boring. later a little bit. I'm doing a little old school radio where I'm teasing an upcoming topic. <laughs> uh, Alexa went to MIT. Heard of it, James? Have you heard of it? No. What is it? It's Michigan. No. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I, totally, I know it's not. It's Massachusetts I totally Institute of Technology. I always thought it. So she did a bit. Of, she's like, everyone thinks it's in Michigan. I'm like, it's not in Michigan. Everyone, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, talking about that in bits is so hard because it's like half the people in the room go like, oh, MIT. And they know what it is. So if you over explain, they think you're being really patronizing. And the other half of the people are like, well, where in Michigan is that? <laughs> and they and so it's like you need to explain for like the bit to work, but then you over explain and then everyone else hates you and it's really hard and it's it's cuz it's it's like a decent enough name that some people know it, but it's no Harvard or Yale. It's not like I say that and everyone it's, like knows. Right, it's right there though. <laughs> I yeah, think dude. I I'll say this. I would have thought a lot of the audience, the people who know MIT when they hear you mention I went to MIT, the they would then get school. well, yeah, yeah, and they would get distracted <laughs> for sure. How do you like them apples, right? Yeah. They would get distracted because they'd be thinking, "Why is an MIT graduate Doing telling comedy. jokes about Vanny Dicks right now at a dive on a bar?" Tuesday night? A yeah, Tuesday. no, that's <laughs> valid. Yeah. It's it was something. No, that, we'll save that. Yeah, we'll, we'll save get it. to we'll that. I want to get back to sex with the lights on. Sex with the lights on. Because I think it should. I want to fuck with the lights on. You you don't care or you prefer dark? I can't remember. Was childish Gambino? What? Was that childish Gambino? Okay. I like it either way. I don't care. No, okay, I really well, you, don't you care. two are both cool because I, every now and then you hear well, people say like, "No, don't lights like off." Don't like to have it on because they're self-conscious, which is sad. <sighs> yeah, but like, but if, I understand if, it. But if you let the person in you, you should let them see you. Yeah, but right? I mean, you know, like the internalized, like. Don't just, give me a look, James. That's very logical thinking, right there. I was there. looking at a chat. The <laughs> thing that, like, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't want to get like too serious or whatever, but it's like the way a lot of women feel about their bodies is you know very self-conscious and very aware all the time and constantly needing to be in control needing to be sucking in needing to be standing up straight needing to be doing whatever like in control of their body and anytime they see a candid photo of their self they're like holy shit when i relax i look like this <laughs> and it's like when you're trying to have sex and relax and be in the moment and not be worrying about how your body's looking uh then your body might look like shit and for women who are so like internalized about like i need to be like yeah. Noise and toit. Like, so it's like you can't focus on looking hot well, you do and enjoy nice and sex. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. Um, yeah. no, it's inexcusable no, no, in no. 2020. Not no, tight. I fucking love. No. Uh, no, but it's like you can't focus on enjoying the sex and looking hot at the same time. So for a woman who has a lot of body issues and feels like she needs to consciously be trying to look hot, you then know, that's hard to do. Everything you're saying is... is I'm glad you said it because yeah. it's insightful and I'm like, all right, this is all very good points. And it's also making me think this is why a lot of women struggle to come because you've got oh. too much shit going on in your brain. They just like, need more yeah. dude friends. Is like once The more dude friends you have, the more you realize like they just don't. They don't just, care. They don't care. We they're don't. just grateful well, to be like letting you yeah. exactly. <laughs> put their dick inside of I think it's you. so good to talk about because like, <laughs> I think every woman has their own like personal body issues and I no get one's it. talking about it. Do too, but so you all feel so, like you're yeah. like, no, I mean, I'm, I know men do because I have a lot of male friends who do, but when people don't talk about it, it's like you feel like so much more alone where everyone's like, ah, I hate this part of me. And when you start catching people yeah. doing shit, like anytime I have a friend say something like I look shitty in this picture or I look fat, I straight up like 
no, you don't, you fucking whore. You know, like, <laughs> you know, just like really positive things. I just like to like be the positive friend. Um, you are positive. Like every now and then, a lot of times, I, I slack and I, I'm slow on things. I'm like, I'm such an idiot. I'm so sorry. I didn't do this. And she will text back in all caps, you are not an idiot. I was like, okay, that's really nice of you. It is I, very nice. It is. I don't like when my friends talk shit. I, uh, people like, do, like people like knock themselves down so much without really like thinking yeah. about it. I You're learned that right, from my though, mom. About... She's such a sweetheart. She's always done that. We're all go like, I'm an idiot, whatever. And she always goes, you are not an idiot. That's and a good trait. It's uh, she's But such sometimes a though, don't you think? Oh, sometimes I'm an idiot. And well, someone yeah. needs to tell me. It no, depends the context <laughs> when someone says it. Like I was thinking the other day, Whenever someone said, like, if you say to someone you're crazy and they go, I'm not crazy, you go, no, no, no. And that's totally true. Like, this is the difference between joking and, like, sometimes I'll let people, you know, like, I'm a big fan of self deprecation, but when it comes to, like, body shit, oh, no, no, a lot I, of times, I'm cool with I'm that like, too. I, I'm I, like, literally, get your, like, no. It all depends context. Yeah. You know, if they're being yeah. like, like, no, I'm this, you then you have to, I say a good friend, I used to tell this to uh, Megan Gailey all the time. Um, one of my best friends, you know, we were roommates for like mm-hmm. nine months. We used to do a podcast together for a few years. I told her, I'm my job is that when you're down on yourself, I lift you up. But when you're too high, I bring you back the fuck yeah, down. Yeah, no, like for that's, sure. That's what you kind of. I also to think do. a funny thing to do with friends that you're like close enough that you like. What's going on with you? Figured out my Twitter password. <laughs> okay, I know you've been going at your phone for a while. Is anyone commenting? Tell her to get the fuck off her phone because every now and then I'll look at my Follow phone. Follow me on a Twitter. It was actually my username. That was the pa- the. Okay. You're, why are you giving away your password now? <laughs> <laughs> that was, not the same as my username for sure. It's Corinda oh Larson. <laughs> no, what I was going to say is my favorite thing to do with like friends that I'm close <laughs> with is when someone's being like too down on themselves or whatever. My thing, I'm a tough love person. And if you like think you're fishing for a compliment or you're coming to me for validation, sometimes it's like, I want to teach you to figure out how to build yourself up because I don't have time for your bullshit. So someone will be like, God, I'm just such a fucking idiot. And I'll be like, Yeah. You really are. Like, it's no one expects you to say that, but just, like, as a friend, when someone's down and they're like, I just don't know how I did this. I'm so stupid. Like, yeah, you are stupid. Your life's really fucked up. You should probably just die. And then they, yeah, and then they like, yeah. look up and they're like, okay, that's a little extreme. And I'm like, is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I get I get doing that. It's it's tough when you've got someone who's, yeah, there's the borderline. Are they fishing for a compliment? Because we know some people who are, like, And everyone great does looking. it sometimes. <laughs> everyone needs a little bit of validation they sometimes. They need a boost. I like, get it. Yeah, you're feeling yeah. down in the dumps. You're, you want a little something, something. Hey, I will say that just because you're great looking doesn't mean you think and know you're great, great looking. Great looking. There's it's a lot of relative. there's a lot of things that come with that. A lot of yeah. treat you differently. Yeah. I mean, like not I everyone have... is as self aware as I am. Yeah, well, to know. <laughs> well, but, also people who are like really hot tend to have like some of the most body issues and like some of the worst like self confidence. Yeah, fucking idiot. No. Joe Fernandez, who's been on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, everyone go back to Joe Fernandez's episode because we talked about like body dysmorphia funny. for like half an hour with him. But like uh, people who are think they're who are have been told their whole <laughs> life that they're so attractive. They tie their Sorry, Corinna just whispered fed. <laughs> but they tie their self worth to their appearance. Oh yeah. And uh you shouldn't tie your don't tie your self worth to your appearance, uh, because uh that shit doesn't last. Eventually you age or shit yeah. changes or you hit different phases in life and your weight changes or whatever. So if your self worth is tied to something that's inherently gonna change, <laughs> you about to be fucked up. Anyway, so yeah. yeah, so really beautiful <laughs> like, people oh, hate themselves. You became a cheerleader at the end of that. No, that was, a, was, it was like, a, not a cheerleader. It was a little him. whip. I don't nay nay. There's no dignity in a okay. nay nay. Right. I only whip. That's <laughs> that is true. <laughs> All right, there you go. Like, I pillage, but I never plunder. So I, I feel exactly. the same way with the exactly. whole whip and nay-nay. You gotta do one or the other and focus I, I, on I, 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 I never plunder. I draw That's the line I draw of plunder. 
Oh my god! Like a principal. But you ever have someone who does a thing where they're like, "I'm like they they're hating on a part of themselves that's specific." Yeah. And you're like, "Well, yeah, that party does suck." But I gotta cheer you up. But I, I'd be lying if someone's like, "Oh, you know, I'm." You know, I'm just so overweight or whatever, and they actually are or whatever the whole thing. I don't know which one. Or they got a a bad nose. They got a huge nose or something like that. And they're just like, no, my nose is awful. You can't be like, no, it's great. Because then they know you're full of shit. Well, that's the other thing is I I don't like to negate what people say about themselves. I like to be like, why does it matter? That's a good thing to say. That's That's a a good follow. That's the only good answer. Like, can you have a big fucking nose and not have it ruin your day? Yeah, people with big noses get fucked. Because I had a lot of body issues for like the longest time. Um... Uh, which I know is hard to believe because I'm so hot. Um, but like, <laughs> I had a lot of like body images issues for a really long time, and I didn't really get it until instead of like bozzy po- body positivity, like being like, "Oh, I'm hot no matter what," being like, "Okay, if I'm not hot, does it matter? Like, can I look in the mirror, hate what I see, and not have it affect my mood?" And that was what was like a transition for me. Yeah, but again, I'm like super thing. hot. So now whenever I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh my god, yeah. Looks will fade. Well, I think you get your looks will fade. You got to love yourself. But looks, again, if there's something you don't like that you can control that you can fix, then yeah, sure, go for it. You know, yeah, absolutely. Like right? weight being one, health being another. So I have okay. So I'm 27. I have a lot of friends who are female friends who are 30, 31, and bodies are... Humble brag, a lot of friends, whatever. <laughs> bodies are, like, starting to change. Yeah. Metabolisms are different, and it's, like, it's a venting of, like, hey, I'm gaining this weight. I can't lose this weight. I think something's wrong with me. I'm going to the doctor, and they're, like, no, you're just aging, it's and it's metabolism, and it's, like, yeah, I, I'm listening to them. I'm there for them, and they're telling me, like, hey, my, you know, I've gained 40 pounds this year, and I, I'm not going to sit there and be, like... Oh, like no, you're like, no, you're you're delusional. You're making that up. Like, yeah, you did gain forty pounds, but yeah, you're still who you are, and you're still amazing, and you're still healthy, and you're not yeah. like, yeah, you, it, your body is changing. Like, it, it, do they still have a sweet ass? Do they? Keep <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's my That's thing. What it's like, about. I'm yeah. just like, just get new pants, and your ass is just Dude, gonna fill yeah. up. Everyone needs to fucking get bigger pants. <laughs> that is my biggest thing. In high school, I hated my body because our dress code. We couldn't wear sweats or leggings, like because we. And you grew up in Wisconsin wear too, but where yeah. exactly? What part? I'm Sorry. from like the Milwaukee, like a suburb of Milwaukee, okay. like the Waukesha area. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, well, I only wore jeans that were way too tight for me because I like didn't know because I was stupid and 15 and I just wanted to wear tight the pants low rise or whatever. And they pinched <laughs> and I felt fat and it was shitty all the time. And then all of a sudden I got to college and I put on pants that fit me, and I was like, holy shit, I feel so much better because it's like every time you sit your clothes aren't digging into you being like you fat fuck (laughs) and you're just comfortable so you're not thinking about your everyone just needs bigger pants also jeans should be outlawed fuck that wear sweats I work from home now, and my comfort uh, threshold. What did you just point? Are you, are you wearing sweats right yeah. now? Oh, I'm only only ever wearing sweats. My like threshold for comfort yeah. is so fucking warped. We're all like put on like a pair of jeans that fit and like a relatively cute top, very comfortable, and I'll just be like, no, and go back into sweats and an XXL sweatshirt with Ariana Grande's face on it, and I'm like, this is how I will go into the world. I've, like, posted on Instagram, like, reposted people's pictures of me at, like, open mics or shows, and one of my best friends from home has replied, what the fuck are you wearing, and who let you leave the house like that? They say very smart people don't put a lot into their clothes. Like, they, like Mark Zuckerberg always wears a hoodie, and Steve Jobs always wore the same turtleneck. I appreciate the know. people that have the uniform, and I've only met, it's only been, like, 35 plus men who I've known who've like, I just figured out I like Hoodie a black jeans. t-shirt. Oh, yeah. And this specific type of jeans, I have three of these jeans and I have 35 of these t-shirts. And like, I met a handful of people you gotta like that. Love- 
I do respect it. You I gotta really love do. someone's closet where when you open it, it looks like a cartoon character's closet. Yeah. Oh, just definitely. all the yeah. same shirt but and all the same pants. Only men can pull off. I really truly think. I that. think women could too. They could. I don't really want too. to. But women dress for other women, so women know. They do. So that's the only reason I they couldn't. Pull yeah. Off. Well, I, I don't like that. Sorry. I don't. Who gives a shit what I think? But like, I always. I never understood why you dress for other women. Just for yourself. It's a reality. It's a it's a conversation starter. I mean, it's, it's and it feels good. Like trust me. Like I feel good when I have a cool outfit that I'm like, oh, this like goes together with my. Like jewelry. when Alexa commented your boobs, yeah. it felt good, right? Yeah, okay, and then cool. like I really like this oh, is a chill good. outfit, but I really love this outfit. So like really, I do. I yeah, I want to look good. And for dudes the kids. will will try to like look cool for each other too. So I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I've kind yeah, of well, developed a style. Yeah, well, it just depends on the style. type of dudes because comics don't give a shit. But I like, like I said, I work for a consulting firm. So, so I got guys. guys who talk about fashion more than I do. Like, I got guys comparing watches, comparing oh, no, I, their I know that world. shirts and their belts and like their shoes. Oh my God, the work shoes, which I don't understand because I'm like, all of your men's shoes are boring as hell. They all look the same. I used to hang but out with a professional athlete in that crew and they were all really into like all that kind of stuff. And I was just always lost in that conversation. Like they had the cool, like the top yeah. of the line shit or whatever the cool thing was, and and I remember it's a culture. Th- I, had, I had to step yeah. up my shoe game because I was hanging out with them. And I like sneaker game? Were you talking shoes. about? Yeah, or just, yep. Game. And like I, I had a roommate in college. Um, he he played on the basketball team. Like he's very very tall. Man, he was like six ten. He was like the totem. If we'd go out, we'd be like fine, James. Oh, <laughs> but his room, half of his bedroom, was taken up by all of his shoes and I'm like why do you have so many shoes he's like i love them he's like i don't spend money on anything else like this is what i spend money on and like he took such good I care mean, of them and you're 610 those are very even more expensive because they're hard to find that size exactly yeah but yeah. also there's something how to big is his foot must have been like a size 18 i or think some he was shit. like i think he was like, like a 20? 15 or 16 or, uh, okay 15 or 16 but I that's when he explained to me like 12 is 12 is average right or for a man, no, 12 is not the... What's James, that? find out the average, average size for the for men man. Corinda dates. <laughs> Please, James. I'm a 13, and James, what are you, a 12? <laughs> uh, James, I'm 11 and a half. Okay. Uh, so that seems pretty average No, I'm a, thir- I'm a 13, <laughs> and I can't... is right in between that, so... I, I wear a size 13, <laughs> and I can't find a 13 a lot of times. Yeah. So I imagine a dude who wears a 16 is fucked, man. Right. You have to, like, or probably Pre-order. order them, yeah. So then it's extra money, and then it's, like, extra waiting, or, like, sometimes you can't get the... A certain shoe you want. I guess yeah. though, I support like having like if you there's you gonna be something. Shoes? No, yeah, I support okay. big shoe. No, but if you so like have support, yeah. something that you like really like, even oh, if it's like expensive or, or whatever, yeah. like a collection or a hobby or one article of clothing, but it's like a really nice thing, like fucking do it. Like an expensive taste in shoes isn't really gonna like overall affect your lifestyle as much as like if you have an expensive taste in cars, go fuck yourself. <laughs> but, but that's like, well, men. I mean, dre- that's men dressing for other men because yeah. Yeah. That, you're right. That's that shoes. version of that. Like the shoes the Jordan thing the car thing like men are doing that for I think a lot of the car thing might be for those dudes but that's such an like a you don't think the shoe thing you don't no shoe thing too I agree I agree shoe and car thing for sure um yeah what is this the average Average shoe size is 10.5 10 and a half that makes sense Mm -hmm. for sure 10 and a half those are bigger than average you're killing it dudes yeah baby you know what they say about we did it (laughs) um yeah, I don't know if the shoe size thing. I know what you're about to say. I don't know if that's even true. No, it's um, it's it's 100% not because some guys have really little feet for their height and then they fall over a lot, you know. <laughs> you <laughs> like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> off balance. I don't remember how we got on this topic. I don't, we're very. Uh, I've never seen a shoes. man just fall over. It's <laughs> no, com- yeah. I Why do you fall like when my feet are too small? <laughs> no, dude, people with little feet have worse balance. One oh. of my friends has really fucking tiny feet because she stunted her growth doing ballet as a child. And her, she f- well, ballet people have great balance, though. 
Yeah, well, not when you've got tiny ass feet. She's a failed ballerina. She did it for as long as she could to stunt her growth and then stopped so the balance didn't continue. I don't fucking know. She falls over all the time. She smokes cigarettes like a real person. Her hands are also, her hands and feet look like baby hands and feet. They're so small, but also pudgy. You know what a baby's hand looks like? (laughs) Yes, I have a 10 month old son. Of course, I know what a fucking. I don't know if you've looked at his hands. Oh, God. Uh, If you don't show me a baby picture right now, I swear to God. I'm going to show you a picture of a baby's hand, though, because I took this picture. Because our good friend, everyone. I want a baby. Our good friend who I. Talk to James. Let me make a quick announcement here. Let's talk about baby fever. We'll get to that in a second. I'm Can sure your, your ovaries are vibrating, both of you, right now. But uh, I've already poked holes in all my condoms. Man, who's ever hooking up with Alexa right now? I hope is listening to this one. <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say our good friend Nolan Rafferty, who's the uh, Galway Bay owner of Galway Bay Pub, the best uh, bar in the city of Chicago. Everyone thought hey, hey, West hey. Diversity. Wait for him to sponsor us. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> uh, we got to talk to him about doing another live St. Patrick's Day episode because we did a live Can one we last time. Never do that again. No, we're gonna do it on a Tuesday, dude. That was on a weekend, and dude. That was so much fun. You just didn't have fun. You were worried about the equipment being broken, which yeah. you had the dude, right to. I got a someone big with one. equipment. <laughs> anyway, know. dude, he got Nolan. I hope you're fucking listening. I love you to death, and you know I do. But he called me on Sunday night, and I was in the middle of trying to get my my ten month old to go to bed, and I was like, "Hey, man, I'm trying to put the kid to bed. I'll you know talk to you later or fucking text me, dude." <laughs> um, and uh, and then he like called me a cunt or something, oh, yeah. whatever he does. Naturally, as one does. As one and does. then he called three more times that I couldn't answer because <laughs> I was in the middle of doing like major, you know, changing diapers and rocking a kid and feeding him major a bottle. Major shit. Being dude. a literally pussy. handling yeah. shit. <laughs> Yeah, being a pussy. Yeah, there you go. No. That's what, is that what we call fatherhood these no. days? This is why men have such high Hero. suicide rates. No, all right. Heroes, <laughs> thank you. I always do think that sometimes, because, you know, I'm like staying home dead during the day, comedian at night, everyone. There are times where I remember one time taking my son when he was sick, and he was like seven months old. It's my oldest son. And it was like snowy out, and we're going through like this parking lot, because I'd like walk through this parking lot where his doctor's was, and there was like some office buildings nearby. And I remember thinking to myself, man. There should be people looking out their window going, look at that dad right there. That's a fucking good dad. <laughs> Someone should suck his dick. That's a great dad. <laughs> Bundled dude, up. That's what bringing I think. his sick baby to the doctor. Dude. More my, people need to suck. No. My boyfriend <laughs> sent me a picture of him holding his goddaughter, such as a picture of my boyfriend with a baby. And I literally texted him back. Hold on a second. I'm going to poke holes in all our goddaughters. <laughs> <laughs> So we've like all jokes aside, we've talked about this like specifically. Poking holes in condoms? Not no, you gotta that. Start a list, James. Not yeah, scheming. Sure. No oh, schemes no, about that. Not yet. Oh no! Real quick, I didn't finish what Nolan. Oh, so yeah, Nolan. So Nolan was like saying you're dead to me and all this, and we're gonna fight. <laughs> so I because he wouldn't take to, his phone to call. prove to him that hey man, I'm in the middle of something. I made my ten month old do the middle finger, <laughs> and I took a picture of it. So there's a baby hand doing it's the middle so finger. Cute. I love it. It's a little pudgy. Oh my gosh, here. There. So it's you. Put it, put it right against the go. camera. I'm Back assuming this is like a weekday That's great. night, too. Right? <laughs> and yeah, so anyway, Nolan, I got to get back to him. But it was like, dude, I don't know. I think he was just, he likes to fuck with me. He's hilarious. But, he uh, is very funny. The St. Patrick's Day one we got to do. Anyway, you two God. were talking about like babies and stuff? No, uh, we were talking about you specifically. On like, um, you know, we're pretty new to this. We're a little bit younger than you, but like, we, a lot. We, <laughs> I, I, I like comedy. I love comedy. I, I like where it's going, but I, I, yeah. I want a family someday. Yeah. I, I see that. I see myself being married. I see myself having children. Like, Chicago was the first big move for me. I've been here four years, and like, you know, like on my plan before I moved here, I'm like, I'm gonna live here for five years, and then I'm gonna move to LA, and then I'm gonna do, and then now I'm living here. I'm like, 
I like Chicago, and I've, like, barely scratched the surface of what's going on here, and, like, what's the hurry? Oh, yeah, you've barely been doing it. Four years is nothing, yeah. Well, really, honestly, though. And then I see someone like you who is happily married. You have two, like, beautiful children. You're making it work. Where they're you, okay. You can, they're, <laughs> they're fucking cute as fuck. They are yeah. cute as fuck. I'm just they're like, cute as fuck. <laughs> I, like, I, I, like, reposted a picture of you today, and I, like, got sucked into Instagram just looking at you, like, your baby pics. Oh, like, thanks, yeah. like, you know, it's, like, it's a reality that, of, like, this can be done. You can have the balance. And I know I mentioned this to you the last show we were on together, but, like, I mean it. I think. Oh, it thank be- you. Well, I'll, I'll tell anyone, um, and this could go for people who aren't in comedy. I guess if you're in any kind of like art form, it is tougher to do traditional things because it's just such an untraditional path that you're on, you know. Yeah. And but I think this would apply to people no matter what they're pursuing. You need to have someone understanding. You need to like yes. you know my wife's amazing, and I probably don't praise her enough. Um, with the what's her name Nicole Nicole so she but, but like you know we've been together for a long time so she knew me before I did stand up and so it was kind of like I think it's important to have someone who's like behind that yeah and I, well I, she learned the world as you were learning the world that yeah that means that and, it, and it's it's a hard world to learn if you're not like exactly in bringing it somebody else into it yeah so yeah. I think with the whole thing is you need to have so we got a pretty great balance right now where. Um, she's a nurse, so obviously it's nice that she's a really a good wild, job. That's a wild lifestyle in itself, yeah, though, well, too. Yeah, that's she works 12, 12 hour 13 shifts. 13-hour shifts. And um, so on on those days, so we got a pretty balance. It's been pretty tough for me, and um, like I'm still like – my focuses are my family and comedy. So I've got like two things I mainly focus on. And unfortunately, I've had a few, a few friendships that I don't – get to see I don't like there I've got good friends I don't see as much as I really like to and that sucks you know sometimes but again you have to like prioritize stuff right Mm -hmm. and it's sometimes when you get to that point it's about working smarter than harder which I know is a cliche thing but it really is the truth because um you know not to fucking toot my own horn or anything like that but James you've seen I've recorded two hours within a calendar year yeah that's incredible you know? three total and though three. i was gonna say I've, I've had three total the yeah. first my first album came out in 2015 then 2019 then i'll have one come out soon so 2020 if you have a discography those are the years um <laughs> but uh, uh i i did wikipedia i did get someone, a little i was please. talking to ed towns who's a really funny comedian everyone look him up i was talking to him he's an I, asshole no he's a lovable asshole we love ed we I, love ed i got a little cocky going um once i start getting seven hours of sleep Again, you guys are all fucking done. <laughs> if, I'm t- if I'm turning out this type of shit on three, four hours a night, you guys are fucked once I start coming up with fucking eight, nine hours. But that's what again. it shows but, yeah, me. I mean, it it like, like, okay, that's a full... Being a parent is a full-time the, job. The lack of sleep is really tough, but yeah. you just have to have some... Mm-hmm. And you can... I didn't mean to cut you off, but like, yeah. I just wanted to finish this point to be clear about it. Like, So I'm... I'm you know, I'm daycare. I am... It's me and my kids all day. So I've, I've learned to... Okay... Nap time. I've learned to try to get them scheduled on the same naps. That way I could have time to do the shit I need to do, whether it's emailing clubs or, or uploading videos or posting on social media or or coming up with, you know, jokes. Do you think that makes you more do. productive? Because yes. you know you have such a smaller window. Yes. Before, versus when you were like, oh, so much free time. Like, I want to wake up today. Oh, for sure. Whatever I, I feel like I always is. say Absolutely. that, like, the amount of work you have to do, it's 
it's like a gas that fills the volume of its container. You know, like the amount of time you have is the amount of time it's going to take you to get it done. Okay, slow down on my tea with the whole gas thing. I didn't know gas. <laughs> we don't know stuff, our states of like, matter. I'm not. I'm not sure. I thought gas. Was Sorry, like I get physicsy yeah, when I, I drink. Know, just, just, I feel like you're talking down to me specifically on that one because you know I dropped out of junior college. Do you, and Corinna got a scholarship and met kind of Lisa Rice while getting her scholarship. How do you like them apples? How do you like them apples? How do you like them? How do you like them? No, but yeah. seriously, 100. percent uh, Despite my very crass uh, exterior if you ever need a babysitter i can be nurturing yeah <laughs> your children are so cute thank you i promise i won't kill my them. son matthew the three-year-old he's uh, his favorite band is the beatles he's obsessed with the oh. beatles here's a funny beatles story so my my wife was off uh yesterday i think it was yesterday yeah because she worked today and then she was mm-hmm. tomorrow um you know her whole shift schedule but uh so we're watching um beatles videos on youtube and my wife was like what year did john lennon die and then my son goes, John Lennon died? <laughs> like he, oh! and I look at her like, no, shut the fuck up. I'm, at her. I'm like, you want to tell me about Santa too, you oh. evil fucking idiot? Like, We're not talking mortality with our son right yeah, now. Yeah, I didn't know he, know. he doesn't know what died means, but he said it like he's not around anymore. Uh, what? Like, what? Yeah, he hasn't even experienced He doesn't loss. know the yeah, Beatles yeah. broke up. <laughs> he I don't want to break the that's kids. He's obsessed. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding you. He's well, obsessed with the Beatles. this is what you get Beatles. for oh making God. him listen to a band that's not happening We right got him these Beatles little people toys you know little people like they're yeah. like this big oh he got, i got a beatles little people and that's all he plays with and he goes he's like daddy talk for them which he, i go you mean he says daddy yeah talk for the beatles which means he wants me to like do their accents so i'll do like ringo where it's like i am ringo you know i do like that yeah. shit and then he like loves it and he gets I'm so excited and, i'm weeping yeah. and my ovaries no, are gone. and he sings along to every there are songs where i'm like holy shit like He's a quick study. You know, I'll, I'll give him a lot of credit. Um, I know a lot, every parent wants to be like, oh, my kid's the smartest and stuff like that. And, oh, but there okay. are some stuff where I'm just like, oh, shit, you're really good with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he knows so shapes. Music- so I'm like, how the fuck do you know octagon or hectagon? I don't even know those. But um, <laughs> I don't even know octagon, and I watched UFC. But, like, what killed me was there are Beatles songs where I didn't know he knew them, but we were in the car. And I'm like, you know Eleanor Rigby? Really? Uh-huh. You're, you're really singing knows, these parts? He knows their deep discography. Deep I don't know if he's gifted. I wouldn't say he's gifted, but he's very smart. Like he learned his ABCs super You're young. You're that kid. You're not gifted. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to like. I don't want to be that person where it's like, my, no. He's very, very smart. Two, um, two years old. He just turned three two three. weeks ago, February fifteenth. So like, yeah, about two or three <gasps> weeks ago. That's my sister's ago. birthday. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's actually due on Valentine's Day. We went on Valentine's Day, but he born the next day. Fucking um, bitch. No, That's it's actually good. better that way because. <laughs> Think about if he was born on Valentine's yeah. Day, fuck ever going out for dinner yeah. on your birthday. Yeah. Because you can't oh, get a, that's true. You can't that's go anywhere true. On, to a restaurant someday. Then you can't even make him babysit your younger kids when you go out because yeah. It's, yeah, it's his, his birthday. birthday. Yeah. It would be, be a total asshole yeah. move. You know, um, I, but yeah, he learned his ABCs like just when he was like a little, like he was so young when he uh, learned that. It's, like, there's stuff that like other kids aren't like, good with like, that he, he knew right away. I they broke up yet. His <laughs> vocabulary is really good. Yeah, I'm like, he doesn't know they broke up yet. What are you saying they died for? I babysat a lot growing up in Wisconsin. And my favorite kid I ever babysat for was, uh, his name was Jared, and he was like, That name's been ruined, by the way. Jared? <laughs> Jared's pretty cool. Jeff Jarrett. I don't freaking remember, which is terrible. Anyway, they're not watching. I don't, he's a child. I don't know how old he is. Anyway, he was really into like nature and science, which is like a lot of the stuff that I was into, and he was chatty as fuck. So it was the best babysitting gig because I didn't have to talk at all. All I just had to do was sit there and nod. And he'd be like, yeah, and the Megalodon did this and that and blah, blah, blah. And did you know at the bottom of the ocean? And he would go on. And I was his favorite babysitter because I would go snake hunting with him. And he was really quiet and patient and could catch a snake. But since he was a child, he didn't, like, have the dexterity to, like, hold it 
without hurting Wait, it or whatever. real snakes? Like, yeah, no, like a like garter garden snake. Snakes. Like a grass snake. I thought you were, like, snakes. suburbs of Milwaukee. There's snakes Yeah, garter snakes, grass snakes. They're okay. everywhere. Oh, yeah. I know they're in Chicago. They're not they're venomous. In the woods in Chicago. Like, no, I mean, they're I not. I never knew any kids You never hang out on ditches? No, no, no. We snake catching, no, man. I grew up we in go a... out in the nature preserve and we try and catch snakes, little grass snakes. Um, I didn't want the Latin Kings to fight me while I was staring at a ditch. So yeah, I didn't we really didn't, do that. We didn't have any Latin Kings. There aren't any venomous snakes. <laughs> they were gold, by the way. They had some. They were gold Pussy. Nike shirts. That was fucking dope, actually. I remember being like, ah, I can't pull that off. Boo. My friend Marco Grown wore one men want to give me drugs. But yeah, I really, I really cornered the snake capturing babysitter market. No other babysitters would hold the snake and carry it back to the house to put it in the little terrarium. This him. is why I don't like dicks. We this used is to where it started for you. No, I, love, you I love snakes. snakes. I don't have an issue with snakes. They're, we would catch fine. the snakes and we put them in our uh, grandma's bathtub. <gasps> in front of her. Dude, snakes porch. can get out of bathtubs. <laughs> yes, we found that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, where'd they go? A bathtub is not <laughs> we, a container for snakes. We've been piling them all day and there's only three. Just piling them up. <laughs> Just a where'd heap of snakes. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I used to babysit growing up too, but um, so I, I grew up in Brule, Wisconsin, which is super, super rural. Like it's it's a state forest, but there's a very popular river called the Brule River, like two different presidents. That strippers um, would bathe in. No, yeah. yeah go ahead. Just once a year. Yeah. <laughs> it was too cold during that year, but <laughs> yeah, once it got banned from the motel. Um, they, two different, uh, Calvin Coolidge and. <laughs> I want to say Teddy Roosevelt, just probably because he was the coolest, but I don't <laughs> I don't for sure he remember. Cool. Some presidents. Cause, and he liked hunting. <laughs> he loved but there it, was yeah. there was another one, and like I was too young and cool to care, but now I'm like, that's pretty fucking so cool. So they hunted over that way? They uh, fished on the Brewer River. Cool. So a bunch of families um, would stay there on their cabins in their home in the river just during the summertime. So our population of our town would like double in size in the summer. And that's where my sister and I would babysit. So we'd like nanny for these families. We'd be like 15, 16 years old. And we'd watch these like two, five, and six year olds. But their families would be there the whole time. They just didn't want to deal with their kids. Yeah. Oh, wow. And they would pay. That's a good kind of babysitter. They would pay. Okay. So I learned a very big lesson from this guy. His name was Mr. Van Evra. And he dropped me off for my first babysitting shift. And he's like, okay, how much do you want to be paid? I'm like, I don't don't care however much you want to pay me. And he's like, no, you need to know your value. Like, what's your worth? Oh, that's awesome. And I'm like, $10 an hour. He's like, you watch three kids. Three kids all day. $10 an hour, that's what you want? And I was like, $8 an hour? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You went the other way? No. And he's like, no. He's like, okay. He's like, I'm going to give you $15 an hour, and you should write this down. And he's like, this is, he's like, and you should always count your hours and always count your money. Like, never trust the man. <laughs> and I it sounds like he's the man, though. He right? is. Like, that's like a business owner type of thing. Teaching her not to trust the man. This is some libertarian was, rural Wisconsin <laughs> shit that yeah, I right? respect. But he wasn't from rural Wisconsin. He was vacationing there. There was a vacation oh, home. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're multimillionaires living on this river. That's how you, you know? multimillionaire. But, like, he gave me that lesson. It's a lesson, like, I would have never had and never had otherwise. As no, a 14-year-old girl, like, my family was very, very poor. Like, yeah. my mom um, helped the lady that cooked in their kitchen. That's how I got the yeah. babysitting job. You know, like, yeah. and that that's a lesson that, like, stuck with me from that point on. And, like, just, like, him, like, leveling with a 14-year-old girl and, like, giving her that, like, huge. that level of respect and, like, hey, no, li- like, 
know your worth and like that's invaluable yeah. it is <laughs> so you like, have to know your worth <laughs> yeah I, I go on about it a lot where i can't imagine with comedy why. and special especially yeah i mean we did we talked about it with james recently because you know the good old uh poc people of comedy podcast network and put them over productions is expanding as it should be because it's going to be one hell of an enterprise i like that word enterprise me too store that one away right Type, down. Write down enterprise. enterprise did you coin um, that yeah I, mean, I didn't make stuff. it up. Did you but make it's that just, up? It's a cool what? word to use in Sounds the future. Fancy. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I I'm okay oh, with yeah. if you're taking an internship that's like in the arts. You know what I mean? And it's unpaid. I'm all right with that because you're learning valuable skills, and it's such a world in which connections are huge. But if you're a corporation and you're getting free interns, fuck you because you're worth right. billions. Actually- pay them. You know? This is really important. There are actually like legal standards for what allows an internship to be unpaid, and some places don't follow them. So you need to advocate for yourself, all your little college students, yeah, and whatever. Should, yeah, for but sure. the the rules are: in order for it to be an unpaid internship, the person has to be a gaining like a valuable experience, like a learning moment, mm-hmm. and b doing like if they weren't there, the company could still function. Like if you were doing an essential piece of work. You the company needs to pay you. Oh, definitely. And that's the idea. Is It's like, if you subtracted me, would this work? No. Well, then pay me. And that's the thing. If you're relying on this unpaid labor to function, that's, that's slave free, labor, yeah. and that's not good. <laughs> okay. Well, the, while we're on that subject now, I want to ask you. So you got into MIT. You went to MIT. You graduated from MIT. I did. Amazing. What did you get? Now, did you take an ACT or an SAT? I took the ACT. Would you, so everyone, just so you know, 36 is perfect on the ACT. Are you going to ask me my ACT score right Fuck now? Fuck yeah, I am. I'm curious. Oh my God. Because I want to so... know what it's like to get into what's How often do you meet someone who graduates from a top five school in the country? I I know one dude who went to Yale, and his name's Kale, which is funny. That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, he's That's a great hilarious. dude. Kale, if you're listening, I mean, man, that guy comes to like comedy shows. I don't, guy. I don't like talking scores a lot because, first of all, I know people who got low. into MIT and stuff. Yeah, because it's low. <laughs> no, I know people got into MIT and stuff, and their scores weren't as high or whatever, and I... I'm really good at standardized Admit it, you're tests. against affirmative action, and that's why you're saying you don't want to talk Honestly, about I it. just don't understand why these minorities are taking our spots. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I got a 35 on the oh, ACT. Oh, fuck. Um, I didn't, so first first the worst part, one try, first. I got a 35, <laughs> and motherfuckers had the audacity to say to me, where are you going to retake it and try to get a perfect score? <laughs> and I was like, no, it costs money and takes a whole Saturday. And I got a score that no school will turn away. What? And they're like, no, but you should like try to be perfect. And I'm like, you're why people have anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Like You are the reason for depression. So I, my, <laughs> like- my cousin, um, who's like one of the best dudes ever, he got a, he went to Washington University in St. Louis. He had interviews it's with Harvard. Yeah, it's a great school. He interviews with Harvard, interviewed with Yale and Fuck stuff. Like, he didn't get, he, they didn't accept him either. It's um, obligatory. I don't know. No, it's fine. <laughs> but there were so many top schools. I'm like, how the fuck did they not accept Washington University in St. Louis? Is obviously, it's a top. It's a great school. school. I think it's like 14th or something. It's ranked high. So like, and he's a, a pediatrician now, so everything worked yeah, out. Yeah, it doesn't but matter. He got a 35, and guess what? He did take a 20. <laughs> yeah. I think he wanted to get the perfect. Perfect. My brother, Sean, got a 29 the first time, and then got a 33 the second time. He's at U of I. He's actually I senior mean, right now. I mean, my big thing. I it's something in pride. Like bad a, score. But anyway, we won't talk it, about it. It's like a, if you're like an amazing basketball player, and you score like 25 points a game, and you're like, okay, that was fine. That, like, that's a good like high score. Like You're going to try and beat it. Like If you know sure. like that's your strong suit, like I'm smart. Like This is like the I get it. We're all not slackers thing. like Alexa one time enough. 
no. I only took it once. Yeah. It was a bad I score. I, think. I was get? never someone. Low, t- low 20. Like what? Like what? Like what? fucking uh, 20. Uh, no, I got. Um, <laughs> I can't even remember. I think I got like a 20. It doesn't matter. I mean, once you're done, it doesn't matter. I mean, my. That's why I didn't take it again because I knew I, I knew my. I didn't know yeah. I wanted to get into comedy, but I knew I wasn't. Serious about I school. didn't. I really wasn't. I was so. Yeah, not, I didn't. I didn't. And my thing is, high school like, was a four-year open mic for me. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I was high just, school was. Yeah, I just joked around constantly. Yeah. There was nothing but cracking yeah. jokes. It was a great time. I went to an all-guys Catholic high school in the city of Chicago, and it was the <laughs> best. So much fun. Did you get kicked out? No, I didn't get kicked out. No. Well, I went to a Chicago public grade school, so I didn't know anyone. So I didn't mean. To, I think you have another point, Alexis. So hold the point. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I. I didn't know anyone going from a, like a CPS to a Catholic high school. I knew like one or two people, but like I knew they were like this kid that from my grade school is Pol- he's like a Polish immigrant kid who was a good soccer player. He was going there. Like we were kind of friendly in grade school, but I knew he was gonna hang out with soccer players and, and fucking play soccer. So don't even consider it a fucking real thing people do. But like I, <laughs> I'm like we're not gonna. I, I didn't think we'd really hang out. And um, I was like maybe one other kid. So I didn't know anybody. So my, my first like two to three weeks of high school, I sat by myself at lunch. I didn't know anyone, and I thought because of the whole stereotype behind Catholic high schools, I thought like, oh, if I talk, they're gonna hit me, and it's all like this discipline, discipline, discipline. So I was getting great grades like the first like quarter. <laughs> I think it was like all abuse. A's and a B, and then it was smacked. yeah, it really was. And then I think it was our like either world history or U.S. history class. It's like second period. I remember because a lot of my like guys I became like best friends with were in that class, and it was Mr. Trend, was a super nice guy. I was like a, a ba- I had him as a baseball coach later on. And he was young. He was like a 23-year-old teacher. And I remember, like, he said something that, like, the eighth grade me would have made a joke about right away. But I, I wasn't that guy anymore. So I was, like, trying not to be, like, class clownish. But he said something. He left it on a tee. And I kind of looked around like, he's giving well, me if a no one's going to swing, here. I'm going to fucking swing. He's giving me a meatball. I got it. And I said something. I think it was really, – I said something like, like Pamela Anderson or something, like, fucking weird. And – there was a he looked at me and then everyone looked and then everyone was laughing <laughs> and he didn't even get mad really yeah. he, he kind of laughed along <laughs> no, too I went and to then Catholic school people were chill as fuck they don't hit people anymore I didn't anymore. know and I was just like oh oh I could make jokes and it's not yeah. that big a deal all right cool and then I remember I had cracked another joke and then got a big laugh and then I remember it was like a real like cheesy like teen movie when I went to lunch that day <laughs> and our cafeteria was like in the basement so you had to like come downstairs to go like into it I'm like jogging down the stairs like everyone does getting in line and I got my <laughs> food not everyone would run to like kind of get yeah, there yeah to get the food so I'm getting in line you know there's not Bosco everyone. sticks day you're getting Bosco, Bosco sticks, sticks. Fuck no yeah. but uh, not everyone jogs in high school only losers jog oh jogging down stairs lunchtime by the way when I was in my <laughs> teens I never walked down a flight of stairs no. I always ran down <laughs> no, a flight I of stairs no I say that 100% every time. I used to run to get books from my locker oh, if I forgot something in the middle of so, and literally because <laughs> I, I always said the shit out of you <laughs> I'm, I'm literally more impatient than I am lazy it was more just like walking in the halls is boring run <laughs> oh no I hate being behind if you're dude being behind a slow walker is one of the things I'm like, oh, I want to fucking like calf burn you, you know? Yeah. Dude, I've broken up with guys for being <laughs> slow walkers. Honestly, I mean, there's other issues, but like there has been a major fight. Like, I love to hear that. What by the are way. you in such a rush for? Like, I why love... are you walking so slow? Like they were never going to work out. <laughs> Life is short. Coronavirus. Let's move. But you, no, you I love them. superficial. Anyway, so I went down the cafeteria yeah. the, the, and then that day I got my lunch <laughs> and it was funny because on Friday's game day, I didn't play football my freshman year. I ended up playing sophomore year and broke my leg, but <laughs> I didn't play freshman year. I've all year. been there. And, um, real quick. I got even started and broke my fucking leg. Anyway, and we're playing Lane Tech the first week. And, and, and Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> so I got the lunch. And as I'm walking, the football players were waving me over. 
And I was like, oh, cool. And then I was like, hey, what's up? And they're like, dude, what the, f- tell him the joke you said in Trendle's class. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, I said this. And they're like, ah, it's fucking hilarious. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, so sit down, funny. man. And they're like, you know, I started talking. And, and then like, you have me, friends. Me and the, friend. Yeah, and then those like, were like all my Jokes guys after that. people together. Um, but yeah. You know, and so was, the, that's what I made you join like the football team. from being like a loner to being like, yeah. yeah, they convinced me to join. Because they're, they're your first friends you have. Well, I always like, loved football and play, and, and I played it like in pickup games growing up, but my dad never wanted me to play because he was afraid I was going to get fair, hurt. Fair, And then, of course, <laughs> I dad. finally played, and then I Close snapped and my then fucking leg immediately. <laughs> six days before the first game. And that was the first thing I said. I'm like, Wait, God damn, he's going to say, I told you so. before the first game in practice? Six days before the first game. <laughs> oh, no. and, our, and, our, we, and I went to St. Pat's, and we'd always face Lane Tech first uh-huh. week of the year. And again, I was a public school kid, so I knew dudes on the Lane Tech team. So I want, and Lane Tech's that big high school in Addison and Western that everyone goes by in Chicago. That I don't know any schools here. No, it looks like you it should be in a movie. It wasn't a movie. It was in Wildcats with Goldie Hawn and Wesley Snipes in the 80s. It's a gigantic high school. The only Wildcats on the way to I care Field. about are High School Musical. Thank Let's you. Be, well, it could be. It, <laughs> it should be where High School Musical is. It should at. be for okay. sure. Wow. Anyway, what I was going to say, though, is like you mentioned. Um, no, I totally forgot what you were going to say about high school. What Throw was it? some uh, cubes in here. Throw some cubes in there. Fuck, James, oh, I've lost track of topic. I'm Shit. looking at memes. We were, talking, at me, about, you are. Well, we were talking about ACT scores, and then we were talking about, uh, oh, wait, well, this is completely unrelated to high school. You were you were telling okay. that story about how you told a joke or some shit. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alexa I kind of finished the story, but I wanted Stop to go back. I wanted alcohol. to go back to what Corinda said about. <laughs> um, oh, uh, I was going to say something about, uh, Oh, I was, no, it was stupid and boring <laughs> about scores or whatever. But, dude, that you finished more. that whiskey. Dude, I can't drink. Yeah. Take some of this. No. Okay. That's um, fine. It's not that much. Um. Uh, oh, I was going to say that uh, scores are stupid and, like, SAT scores and shit. It's just to, like, but get. But people, people who dominate test scores always say that shit. Yeah. No, There's no, no, other no. ways but to listen. measure intelligence. No, 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 no. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that, like, the thing is I know a lot of people who got really good scores on tests but still didn't get into schools. Because yeah, sure, it's yeah, basically, it's like, cousin. it's like a hurdle to get over. And once you're over that hurdle, it's random. It's a crapshoot. You have no idea what you're going to get in. And then when you do get in, basically it's like, am I going to go here or to like this fancy school or to this public school that I have an enormous amount of scholarship money? And then everyone's like, no, I'm going to pay big money to go to fancy school. And then effectively what you're getting is the brand name purse of an education. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I get a degree with like the coach stamp on it or whatever, Um, which does open doors. It 100% does open doors. Do I know that it opens the amount of money it costs worth of doors? I loved going to MIT, and I wouldn't take it back because I really enjoyed the experience. But, bitch, that shit's expensive. Anyway, yeah. your dad, your dad well, paid for it. That's my joke. Can we talk about Was scholarships, really though? Or not? I, my, uh, what? I, mean, I want to talk about scholarships because Corinda got a big scholarship. Oh, Corinda's which a, You did yeah. a TBT race in the Throwback Thursday, nerds, where <laughs> it was you with Condoleezza Rice, former Secretary of State. Yeah, I like that you had to clarify TBT the very first <laughs> The very first internet acronym ever made. <laughs> I was just trying to be silly. Did with you it. invent it? You might have invented it. Because I'm so old, right? <laughs> you're kind of old. No, I did. I'm old for um, you because you're 24. I'm 24. So you. So in a world where I'm not married with kids, if I dated you, people when would think it was 9/11? weird. I could date you, and people wouldn't think it was no, weird. No, it's not weird. 35 well, could date 27. I can't date 24. You're 35. Though. Yeah. When was 9/11? Uh, do you remember? How, how old's your boyfriend right now? He's 40. Uh, okay, we'll see. He's older than you. <laughs> He's, uh, he's so hot. <laughs> he is really he's hot. Like, he doesn't look 40 at all. He's, he's like a nice. vampire. Yeah. He doesn't age. But he's got a 16-year-old. It's the first He does. Of... I stalked him on Instagram. I had to ask you about that. <laughs> 
He's the first person I've ever dated with a kid. So his kid sleeps the night, which is nice. <laughs> he sleeps no all the way waking through the up night. in the middle of the night. Doesn't need a fucking diaper change <laughs> in the middle of the night. He sleeps. Yeah, all it's really getting in the way. I love you, Dylan. Life. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Someday was, he'll oh, he'll get there. Someday Dylan will sleep. Uh, no, but you got a big scholarship because you're a smart cookie and you went to lacrosse. It wasn't even because I was that smart. It was because um, I mean I got decent grades. I I think it was like a three five average. I like. Yeah, I didn't even great. I didn't graduate top ten and like we only had like 120 people in our class but like I was captain of three sports which three um <laughs> okay captain well I of played one. you in Papa Cap- shot you're captain good you beat me in Papa one shot sport oh. and captain of two hobbies I was captain of uh track cross country and basketball oh but. I, well, I mean, I, track and cross country sports. Come on, I, know I didn't Basketball, treat them as such. Sure, it was more sport. of a socializing. Well, then one of the best lines in any TV show ever was the first episode of Eastbound and Down, which is <laughs> with you know Danny McBride, yeah. you know, on HBO. Great show. Everyone, check out Eastbound and Down. I'm plugging a show that doesn't on the air anymore. It's so but, fucking funny though. Uh, he's talking. He's you know he's a former Major League Baseball player who like just like crapped out of the league, and he's still talking about a comeback because he's delusional. He's kind of like a Rod Beck, John Rocker type, you know. These, these are famous like closers who are just animals. And uh, he goes back to substitute teach at the high school that he went to that he grew up at. And he's like, you know, his brother, who's staying with his brother, still is in that same town. And his ex-girlfriend is a teacher there who's hot as hell. And the, the principal says to him, hey, you're not the only athlete around here. I'm actually, I do triathlons and decathlons. <laughs> he goes, you ever do something like that? And he goes, no, I play real sports. I'm not trying to be the best at fucking exercise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's such a hilarious, because it really, the, the decathlon, you're exercising. There's no competition. I mean, yeah. you're competing. I don't know. That's like, and I, I just loved, basketball was my love. It was my passion. So my coach was like, okay, you got to do something in the off season. Like, nice. And I'm like, okay. So you did track and cross country. So I did track and cross country. And then the coach was like, will you be the captain? I wrestled as a I played well, rugby. I wrestled as a gap between football and baseball. So, I only wrestled for a year. Oh, wow. My, me and my sister are big basketball players. Like, and our littlest brother is like uh, seven years younger than us. My sister and I are like basically twins. We're ten months apart. Irish and, twins. Yeah. Well, it turns out that's derogatory to say if you're not Irish. Well, <laughs> I, jokes I, I on found you, that out I on am. Twitter. <laughs> I am Irish, so a little. It's bit, like so. okay, I don't know why it's offensive. Like, you why fuck. is it offensive? Exactly. If you're not like Irish. you fuck without protection. But like, who the hell said it's offensive? Ah, uh, someone on Twitter. A no, pussy. Which is why I don't go on Twitter. Twitter's <laughs> dog shit. Dude, what Irish person was offended by? If you're not making fun of Irish Catholics for not using contraception and having a lot of babies, I mean, what are you doing? Like, get off of Twitter. Well, the Irish. Don't get offended by shit like that. Right. It's kind of funny. Yeah. I, I'm offended that they've changed. I, we're going to get back to your story. I'm, I'm so offended sorry. that someone made you feel offended. Thank you, Corinna, because you're a real friend. I'm a real friend. Let's talk about censorship. No, just kidding. <laughs> but you notice they've changed. It, it used to. People are like, oh, like I was at a party and then just left. I totally ghosted that. No, party. I say like, Irish no, exit. No, it's all Irish the time. goodbye or Irish exit. I say Irish goodbye all the time. My roommates don't. say I've like perfected it, and that's my mo- only move. I don't say goodbye to people. I just Those fucking guns. leave. I used to. I, I used to think it was even though I'm 100 percent Irish. Is like blood white. You know, I'm American, of course, but I, you know, my whole family traces back to that little island. Uh, I always thought like, oh, they actually, that's a point of Irish culture. I'm not that proud of. How hard is it to say goodbye? I thought it was no. dickish. And now I'm older. I'm like, get the fuck out of there. You know. No, it feels goodbye. good. It feels like it. It's more like accomplishing. I, I just did it for the first time last night. Like, I never completely rem- like had a successful one. First where, like, time, huh? No one's like waiting outside smoking a cigarette. No one's at the bar noticing you. Like, were you fully like completely complete? It feels. I have a hundred percent faked a phone call. Like I was just stepping outside for a phone call and left. So no one's smoking outside would talk to me. I'd be like, hello, whatever. But and you're go not around the corner and call an Uber. 
you're like when you Irish goodbye, you're like you're leaving because you need to leave, and like the people, the people aren't making you stay. You talking to them like you want them to talk to you. You want to stay, so yeah. it, it feels good to like pull it off. You know what a, a derogatory Irish term is actually paddy wagon. Really? You ever hear people say like the paddy wagon? Yeah, I said that the other day. Yeah, because paddy refers to what they would call like Irish immigrants. I love oh. this paddy. And then the paddy wagon because they rounded up the drunk fucking Irish people and threw them in the back of that big part of the cop car. I am car. so glad you said that because just the other day I was with someone. I said, there's the paddy wagon. And they said, where did that come from? And I said, I don't know. And now I can go back to them and tell them. Except yeah. I don't remember who I had that conversation with. But it was like three days ago with someone. You know what's hilarious about Irish people, like Irish Americans? Because, you know, everyone in America is real sensitive to things. And some of it's like, great. Yeah, we should be aware and be like, you know, have some empathy. Some of it's like, oh, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? But with. Irish people, it's, it's amazing to me because I always had a theory about how, and it's not across the board, obviously, but there seems to be a large amount of hilarious black comedians, a large amount of hilarious Jewish comedians, and a large amount of hilarious Irish comedians. And those three like groups have all have oppressed shit. cultures. Yeah. They all were super oppressed at one point or another so in their history. So they grow up in and funny families or like they yeah. grow up in families that have like gone through shit. And yeah, and humor, humor is, funny. yeah, exactly. Humor is something it's you used to mechanism. get over. Exactly, it's a coping mechanism. So it Whereas went from, I'm from a German family and we're oppressors, which is why I'll never be successful. But it's different. No, you <laughs> already went to my teeth so no one's rooting for it. I'm, fuck with you. I'm totally fucked with you, Alexa. No. Uh, but no, you're fine. Shut the fuck up. You're funny. Stop it. So... I, it does. It's funny because it, at one point there was a time in this country where it was Irish need not apply. There were signs Literally. saying if you're Irish, we're not going to hire you, so don't yeah. even fucking bother. Yeah. It, right? And I still now have that we're on at my a point that gets, profile. That gets skimmed over a lot in like, uh, especially our history, like uh, yeah, American history. Like you, you learn about the oppression of other cultures, yeah, but you don't yeah. really learn about that. And like. I, no, the, now it's hung up in like I've I've worked at Irish bars since I've been eighteen and like that that sign is hung up ironically in everyone I'm like haha because yeah, it's like joke. look where we've come from and all that but exactly. it's amazing to me how in this time of hypersensitivity people could still openly shit that, on Irish people right that and so like openly when I, and when proudly. I got called out on Twitter like it, it like I wasn't kidding it didn't make me feel bad because I made a uh, <laughs> my joke I made was like Irish twins um, you know born less than two weeks apart. Um, I always thought it was uh, I wish I wasn't pregnant again or something yeah, stupid or, yeah, like that. Stupid, yeah. Yeah. Something super dumb. And Irish, someone, I wish I, I I wish I wasn't pregnant again. <laughs> and someone commented, I'm like, that's super derogatory toward Irish people. And it's like, oh shit, like you're right. Like, why would I? I wouldn't. That, I would. That never, seems like they were trolling a little bit, even. Maybe though, but like exactly like you brought up, like why is it okay or why do I not? Why well, I think about. I'll that. never forget Time Out Chicago Magazine, which is like a pretty popular-ish, I guess. I don't know how popular it is. Like, I don't know. I don't independent. Read. Or not even independent because there's a time out in New York, there's a time out in Miami, LA, all that shit. It's a it's a chain magazine across different cities in America, and they had a thing after I think it was after like 2017 parade or I don't know where every year there's a big St. Patrick's Day parade in Chicago and inevitably there's a few arrests and some vomit because people are drunk. They start drinking at 9 a.m. It's, it's part of the thing. I know. thought this was America. You right? Know? You can't get fucked up at 9 a.m.? Come on, damn it. What, we just totally lost? And uh, their I have headline, though. Day party story when you're done, but yeah. Cool, cool. And then we got to talk about your great show, everybody, and obviously oh, yeah. get to your scholarship and why you got to meet Condoleezza Rice. Um, <laughs> so they had their headline for in Time Out Chicago was Yuck of the Irish. 
And I literally commented, I remember sharing it going, like, if this were any other ethnicity, people would be slamming this. And then people were coming and going, oh, what's the plan? Luck of the Irish. I'm like, no shit, dummy. Yeah. You didn't think I didn't know that? It's still yuck. You're saying yuck of a group. Yeah, no, but rude. do you get it? Like, <laughs> no, I get it. Oh, it's, oh, oh, it's playful. It's okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, here's the blah, blah, blah of the black people. And then you get fucking Imagine your throat Imagine if slit. I said yuck of the Lutherans. Like, oh, can you imagine? Wow. Yeah, yeah, can yeah. you imagine? <laughs> But no, it's fucking, it's just, I, I don't know. And again, I'm not yeah, going to be one of those dudes to complain because obviously Irish people have had it very good. We're po- Irish and Italians are both very like shit upon, I think, when they got here. And they obviously dominate culture right now because yeah. there's so many of them. And, and, and you know, with, with cinema, with mob movies and, and Irish people with like the whole celebration, like Their the party. Their culture you know? is, is like, you can make fun of it, but it, there's a big part of it that's like romanticized too. Of well, like, people forget it's people more than just drinking. People love Irish the, the accents, best writers. and yeah. people love like the mob, like life. There's a big part of it that's romanticized, so it's like when you make fun of it, you're te- like. Eric. Mobsters are some of my favorite criminals. And just to prove, though, it here's is- where I get a little bit like, all right, we got to start to eat like. Embrace it, well, embrace or get it offended, too, but offended by it. But like those cultures, I feel more embrace that that the, they they don't get they mad. Lean in, like, they lean into the stereotype exactly. Well, I want though. I have a lot of Italian friends, and they're like they love the whole like, hey, we'll get forget about it. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking I got I got spaghetti on my chin and all that kind of shit. And I then I go all right. If you like that gangster lifestyle and that mob shit, then you should also be into um, a lot of the other like gang culture but why are you into that gang culture man not this yeah. gang culture oh because they had sinatra but you don't like tupac that's where that's where there is watch? a racist element that plays into it absolutely because it's the is. same it's the same thing in theory you know do you watch trigger warning with um what's his name big mike something mike. oh oh mike. i watched what like the first killer mike killer, killer mike. mike i watched like the first episode of two it's pretty good whiskey, i watched like the first two episodes so there, good, there yeah. is an episode, not to give it away it's, it's a great show everyone should watch it but there is an episode where he like he does talk about like gang culture and like you know biking gangs in the country like outlaws and like uh, I, I forget the exact um gang he uses but they they sell their merchandise like in stores and and we sell El Capone t-shirts at the airport. Exactly. It's been a joke I have on YouTube. Uh, El Capone, out any but pizza place in Chicago hey, sells Capone's an Al Capone. Capone hung yeah. out here. But, and they, they glamorize Saint Valentine's it. Day Massacre, they glamorize it. Fucking a bunch they of people got murdered. And he, he sits down and he like, it, it sits down. You can trace like, it all the way back to pirates. Yeah, you know? it, it, it's a Captain community. And like Fucking why, killed people. <laughs> why are some communities praised yeah, no, and sure. marketed and then some are shunned and like... Mm, bad. They're all gangs. Like when you break it down to like, what yeah. makes a gang a gang? Okay. And all these cultures right. right. have certain good parts and also certain. You're absolutely right. And to play Trigger devil's warning, advocate, Killer Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killer Mike. It's, I've it. seen the first couple episodes. Watch it's really it. good. I don't think yeah. I watched the whole thing, but it's on Netflix. Guys, check it out. Oh. And, and to play, I like to see both sides, and I try to believe the best in people. I do think a lot of like the current gang culture that's like dominant by you know Hispanic and Black people and everything like that. Um, which we are all authorities on. Well, no, I mean, you know, obviously being white people, but no, like, no, no, I just but no, no one at this, no one yeah. at this table is racist, and we're not. I'm not making a point that yeah, would suggest no, anything. Sure. Why is that? I think a lot of it, we forget, like the mob, like the mob they could celebrate now isn't yeah. like current day mob, and like yeah. the you mentioned pirates, that's not current day it, shit. shit yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm wondering if in like another 30, 40 oh, for years, sure. will the gangs that were popularized in the 80s and 90s will that then get romanticized oh, sure. and be like thought of as cool? And if it's not, 
then you could definitely lean into the racist logo. Obviously, cool. what some it's people just, do. It's it's who you come from. Like, Not cool, but you know, what I'm it's it, they're gonna they're gonna produce amazing, wonderful people who have thrived thrived from these communities, and they can be like, hey, I attribute it to because I had this brotherhood or this backing, and like that's what romantic like. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things when. Uh, the Righteous Mind by Jonathan Haidt is an incredible book on moral psychology. Um, have you read it? Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. So, And it talks about how like team and tribe mentality, um, how it's so inherent to humans, but it also can end up really putting blinders on us and make us like uh, leave other sorts of morality. And I, it's because it's you're doing it for the loyalty, for the loyalty yeah. to your for, team, and that is the same. Because sort they of care for me, so I have to put these them, ethics yeah. aside for them. Tribalism is one of but the most dangerous things. But it's survivalism, though. It is dangerous. There's parts of tribalism to, I could respect. No, no, but yeah, no. A lot for sure, there's respect in terms of these group mentalities, which is support, and it's because we are uh, like tribal and communal species. We're not an individual species. Because We're, most of those times, there's no other yeah. choice, or it yeah. seems yeah. like there's no other choice. But like the idea is that like this book is so interesting. Everyone should read it. We're but so tribalistic. it breaks down like the tribalism in terms of political parties, in terms oh, of you. gangs and like gang wars and gang turf wars and all this stuff where it's like these are fundamentally good things, these groups we have where we have similar ideals, similar beliefs, and we support each other, but how that can sometimes manifest itself in these ways that are bad and yeah, bad how for society, we can be bad blinded. For them. Or yeah. even like Chicago it's really in itself. There's is no a big... old gangbangers. You know no. what I mean? I mean, yeah. they might be, but, but also, they, they're not yeah. happy people. <laughs> They didn't, it didn't work out for them, Well, you know? my dad is 55, okay? So he got out of prison for the 10th time. And was he, he in a gang? Uh, so he's messaging me on Facebook. This is how we communicate. And he's so, like... What was like a fishing gang? Because you're so, from... I'm, I'm sorry. Well, he, he's from uh, northern Minnesota, and he moved out to Erie, Pennsylvania. And his big dilemma with me the last time we were talking is... Like, okay, I, I put it off too long. It's time for me to pledge. I need to pledge to the Hells Angels or the Outlaws. And he's dead serious. He's 55 years, 55 years old. Yeah. And he's like, I'm worried. Like, your uncle, like, was fucking around with some lady who's married. And he's like, now they're coming after him and me. And I'm like, dude, you're 55 years old. Yeah. Join a book club. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you doing? You, do, but, like, you should talk about that on stage. That's hilarious. I, I, I try sometimes, but, like, it's, it's hard because it is his reality. Like, he literally he was a young man in that environment, and he started going to prison Yeah, we're products age. of our environment. We really are. Exactly. And so every time he comes out, everything gets taken away from him. Every time he goes back in. So he's so stunted. So he's yeah. 55 and he literally thinks that his that's his only way to even have like a, a social a setting a community or anything like that and that's when it becomes tribalism toxic. really is uh, when it comes it comes down to so many things because you know i mean obviously twitter is so much bullshit but every now and then you'll see a tweet where they're just like you know we gotta you know if uh where they want to blame obviously in modern times White people have been, at, you know, behind a lot of really bad shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you go back, like there are there are tribes in the middle of Africa that have been at war with each other since before white people existed. Yeah, We're and there have been groups of 15, white people in years. Europe that have been and, on, yeah, and at war been, with each other England forever. In France, no, were in the people. fucking Hundred Years' War, wherever the fuck that was yeah, called. Yeah, like grow yeah, up it's not, England and France. So when I hear people say shit like, when people try to act like like the, you know it's there's gonna be a race war one day. I'm like, there's not race war. All the problems in America. There's always ninety one. Well, ninety. Well, not even that though. I don't even think there is. When you really think about it, ninety one percent of black people are murdered by black people. Eighty seven percent of white people are murdered by white yep. people. 
It's, and, it's, and so it's like, we kill each other. If you're going to be domestic, if you're a murderer, it's going to be yeah. by someone you know well, or also, someone who looks like you. It's yeah. also one of those things where people just try to make teams however they can, whether it's by culture or by race, by whatever. And even if things changed, you know, there would still be this conflict. Actually, uh, this is really stupid, but do you remember Fairly Odd Parents? Like, oh, I love yeah. that show. So there's like one Wanda episode and Cosmo? where, yeah, where <laughs> Timmy wishes he's like, I wish everyone looked exactly the same, so people couldn't say they were better than everyone else. And everyone turns into these like big gray blobs, but there's still this group of people who are like, no, but we're the grayest and the blobbiest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, of course, whatever. Yeah. And I honestly, it's a stupid kids cartoon, but I think about it all the time because I was like, that was honestly a really like valid message that it's it like is. some people don't say stupid kids cartoons. Kid cartoons have the best lessons, and they need to be Thank fucking you. brought up to adults. Thank Thank you. They need to be drilled Real into everyone's shit. head because we We've forget gotten, shit. Thank you. We've Teen way- Titans Go, best show out there, by the way. Another plug. Everyone Jesus Christ, watch man! It. You want to talk about Nature Cat? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about obviously, obviously the street. I'm talking the about. Wildcats to teach how to treat animals and how to work as a team. Crat brothers, Amazing, like man. let's talk. Let's yeah, talk. Dude. Do I, I like know how the whole they're both balding, but the cartoon versions of them have great hairlines. I love a little that. weird. I'm so glad you've seen that. Yes. Yeah, of yeah. course. I've seen every kid's you, show. Yeah, you have children. I, I have no excuse for having seen that because it's like definitely after my time, but my parents didn't have cable. When I was home, so my sister and so I like, had we wanted like, background noise. You had so we'd watch P- no, we'd watch PBS Kid. It was the only thing we had, like on like satellite. Them a little like- feet earlier. There's a cartoon called Pinkalicious. Every character <laughs> has the tiniest feet. Whoever <laughs> drew the characters. Did not know proportions when it came to feet. Well, they got to like the feet and I got fuck it. Every cartoon character has such a big head that they would just wobble over. The show's oh. called Pinkalicious and Peterific. Pinkalicious oh, Peterific. It's a good show. Kids All right, let's get off some silly shit. Corinda, what was the scholarship for, though, real quick? And because we, we talked about your scholarship, but we didn't say what it was for. And you got to meet Condoleezza uh, Rice because I know it's like a picture of you and her. Yeah. I remember seeing it being like, oh, look at this. <laughs> and you look the same. You haven't, you haven't aged since you were 18. Wow, You're welcome. <laughs> uh, drink a lot of water. <laughs> uh, I, I, it's, called the, <laughs> it's called the Horatio Alger Scholarship. Horatio, that's like a Roman author or something. Yeah, so you look him up, look him up. But basically, he's like a classic. <laughs> Check out Horatio, guys. Plug for Horatio. <laughs> well, uh, it's a classic like rags to riches story that I'm not going to get into. But they um, they took two applicants from every state in the country. How about that? You were one of fucking of 200. Two. Uh, one of yeah. I'm one sorry, hundred, hundred. One of bad yeah, math. one of yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna go. With I it. I'm so bad at math. I couldn't. Now. I could not believe the award was me. not for math. I was like, oh no. really? Yeah. <laughs> um. So they they picked two kids from Wisconsin, and what you had to do. So, uh, shout out to Jody Forsyth, Ty, uh, Tyler Forsyth's mom. Also, <laughs> shout out to Tyler's mom. <laughs> also, my marketing teacher in high school. I went to yes. such a small town that like all of my like teachers were like parents of my friends you know uh-huh. <laughs> but she had this rule that like you could you could go on the computer we were seniors you know you could go on the computers if you just filled up one scholarship and then you could do whatever you wanted the rest of the class oh that's such a good policy <laughs> right so yeah. I, I would fill up one like scholarship a day and well, then you one know day all the parents were like fist bumping her at parent teacher conferences uh, well, totally like, yeah. well <laughs> i got i got a so a one scholarship i i filled out it was it's it was fastweb.com i remember this and they like had you just fill out like one profile real quick it took like 25 minutes and you checked all the boxes that applied to you and then they only sent you scholarships that you qualified for. So every day I, I would apply to one. And so I, I remember applying to this one. It's like, right, 300 words 
about one of these donors and how you could relate to them. And the only, I just skimmed really quick because I wanted to go on the computers and play my balloon hunter or whatever I wanted to play. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Hank Aaron. I know that guy, baseball player. Hell yeah. Uh, Milwaukee, uh, Milwaukee Braves. Braves. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm from Wisconsin. And, um, you know, the first home run champ, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's the only name I recognize. I can write 300 words is less than a page. I can write 300 words, how I relate to this guy quick. So I, I punch it out, and you know I uh, I'm captain of three sports. I got a decent GPA, and I got a phone call at practice one day, and they're like, "Coranda, you need to come to the office." I'm like, "Oh fuck, I'm in trouble!" Like, you know, when you're called to the office, you're like thinking about like, "What did you do wrong?" I'm like, "I didn't even do anything that bad this week." Like, <laughs> what am I in trouble for? And I'm I get this phone call, and they're like, "Hey, like, um, it was my mom, and she's like, "Hey, uh, I just got a call to the house, and y- you won." A scholarship. I was like, sweet. Which one? She's like, Horatio Alger. I didn't even remember what it was because I filled out so many. Yeah. And like, you have it was twenty thousand dollars to go to any school or fifty thousand dollars to go to a partner school, and they're gonna fly you to Washington D.C. and meet like all these people and do all these events. So I did that, and that's why I went to college. That's great. <laughs> really, yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, that's really great that, that your teacher had that policy of, like, you have to fill out a scholarship. I know. Because I, I know, I I know for a fact, holiday. like, I, a lot of my friends, it was like we had to apply for scholarships, but it's like it was so hard to, like, incentivize it because the money for college seems so not real. No, there's so much out there. So it just doesn't seem real because it's so far away and the numbers are so big. You're like, whatever. Yeah. But if you, like, literally apply for a fuck ton of scholarships, you'll well, get there's, something. There's so many out there. And, like, not to cut you off, but... No, uh, yeah. I I cut you off. You go. A kid that I actually went through this program with, um, his name is Chris Gray. Everyone should follow him. He's doing really successful right now. Um, He went on to go on to Shark Tank. He developed this app called Scully, and it's essentially FastWeb, what I told you about, where you just fill out a profile, but it's an application, and it's better. It's, like, even more. Like, you can get a scholarship because your mom is left-handed. Jeez. You, get, you can get a scholarship if one of your parents is bisexual. You know, like there. I've are got some, kids. I'll be bisexual if it saves me some money. There are so many. There are so many different. James, facets. you tickle your nuts. Hell yeah, dog. There are so <laughs> many different facets of like money and opportunity out there for underprivileged children, and like he real when he won that scholarship, that's what got his brain going because they gave mm-hmm. us a computer. Um, like I said, they match like they would match any other scholarship you got. Like there, it's a wonderful program. Like my sister, my sister is ten months younger than me. I won it, and like I'm like, you need to sign up for the scholarship, and she signed up. She got it too. Like, ten like, months. Your dad just did not wait because nowadays they're oh, like, hey, after dads. you give birth, different wait dads. six weeks. Oh. oh yeah. So they told my mother. They told my mom, you have to wait six weeks. You know, before so my mom thought she couldn't have kids for six weeks. She was seventeen, eighteen. Um, all right, all right, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'm sorry, know. James. I'm so sorry, man. I wanted to keep this podcast. Out. I do. Oh, oh God, I wanted like, to. Oh, By the way, real quick, I was going to ask you guys about Shady Babies. Session. <laughs> they run everyone. They run a great show called Shady Babies. It's every Tuesday at North Bar in Chicago. North Bar is a great bar. I actually had my album, my last album release party there. Um, and Alexa also runs Naughty Thoughts. No, Naughty Thoughts at the Laugh Factory. In it's uh, every like last Saturday of the month. It replaces the Nasty Show, and it's just like the Nasty Show, but we try and have like a really heavily female lineup with like one man on the lineup who we call the honorary cunt. And yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so and I've been the honorary cunt. I think I was the honorary cunt on yeah, the uh, first you show. Are, yeah, or second you were the show, honorary yeah. cunt, and um, it's it's a really fucking great show. So people should. Go. Well, there you go. But real quick, so. Your mother gave birth to you, and then 10 months later gave birth to another child from a different man. Yes. 
Okay. But that Are was, you about that to was, slut shame her mother? I am no. not slut shaming her mom, but it's interesting. Tell me it, it's not interesting. It was, it was the first. Okay, it gets even more interesting. It was the guy that my my sister's dad is like her first love. You know, they were together since they were fourteen. Right? Yeah. And then he went to prison for like the second time, and she's like, "We're done." I'm As you. one does. And then she met my dad real quick, and then had me, and then they broke up when she was like six months pregnant pregnant with me. And she had a different boyfriend <laughs> who knew who knew that I wasn't, like, his child, but, like, still, like, you know, named me and, like, you know, was with us for the first couple months. And then my sister's dad got out of prison, and then my mom was like, see you later. Wow. I'm going to go <laughs> have another baby with this guy. <laughs> Great guy. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean, I just, kudos to your mom for being so horned up to the point where she's like, yeah, I just gave birth, but yeah. I need it. Let's fucking dance. Let's go. Let's, I, don't, let's I, don't party. Know, I don't know if it's horned up. It's more, much more of like a, uh, like a, I don't know. I need some, stu- I don't know. What if, I don't exactly. I, I, hey, no, no judgment exactly. here. I've heard from exactly. some women that I after just, having. I was an aborted. She raised a good daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've heard from uh, some women that after having an episiotomy, which is where they cut some of your lady parts so it, the baby comes out more better, and uh, that they get stitches in there, and sometimes the stitches are itchy, so even though you're not supposed to have sex for like however long or whatever i don't know you've had a chill children yeah anything in that area i'll talk about off air okay not gonna, um that, but there's x amount of time you're not supposed to have Some sex after you it. have a baby for your lady parts to heal and i've heard from women that they were like oh god the stitches were so itchy i just was like let's have sex to scratch the itch like i wasn't even <laughs> i wasn't even horny i just needed some friction to scratch the itch you know do you ever think that maybe your wife actually didn't want to be with you she just really needed someone to like scratch down well since you're such an i have some really good veins so the veins ah, stick out no. to the point where it fucking where it rubs i'm just like i just wanted to freak you out with the veins no. again um well you know what? we're gonna wrap up the podcast there I'm, I'm i'm not guaranteeing anyone but um i'm hoping that when we go off air james will let me record with youtube for another like four or five minutes for some patreon stuff but maybe not i don't know everyone <laughs> thank you for checking us out on youtube you, do we have any comments any people talking uh yeah john o'laughlin was in there for a minute uh he said 10.5 is average for men <laughs> but he wears a size 18 so congrats john oh, john <laughs> fuck yeah dude um in the daily post, underwhelming yeah, i will call that underwhelming thing. size 18 shoe and then he's got a an average dick. Oh, ten and a half inches. He, is by long. the way, a size eighteen. Wait, ten and a half inches dick? No, no. Oh, ten point five shoes. Shoe size. I was like, oh, shit. I like how you were like, wait a minute, like, wait a minute, ten and a half long. No, that ten, would kill me. Okay. Yeah, so. uh, no, ten and a half is the average dude, shoe size. If your cervix isn't at least eighteen inches deep, I mean, do you even have a pussy? Like, <laughs> how long is the cervix? I just Not eighteen deep. inches. She's clearly <laughs> joking. <laughs> <laughs> 18 inches is fucking from to my elbow I, like for, good lord I have this running joke with my roommates I'm like we need to stop talking about dick length and start talking about vaginal depth yeah. and I keep asking my roommates but how deep are you that was a curb <laughs> episode where he's like instead of doing this for small guys we should do this for big pussies <laughs> like, we gotta, yeah, that's, that's, I'm giving Larry David all the love there that man is amazing no I'm not tar- concerned about width I want depth depth well yeah I mean, okay let you wrap up let me wrap up no I'm wrapping up by saying um, a follow uh, give, give out your social medias real quick just do your Instagram. No one gives a fuck about Twitter. My Instagram and Twitter are both the same, and <laughs> you should, should follow be, them by both. The they should be the same. Um, anyway, yes. it's at Alexa Jags, A L E X A J A G G S. Double G S. And Corinda. At Corinda Larson, both the same. Found Just that Corinda out. Larson. Yes, C A R I N D A L A R S O N. 
Thank you both for being on the podcast. You guys were fantastic. Everyone, Killian's Pub, check out the Patreon. We're about to add some more content to it. The the, the new special will be breaking on YouTube soon, and we got uh, Comedians Drinking 40s coming soon. We've already banked four episodes, and we're just in the <laughs> editing process. Apologies for some stuff, but, like, you know, um, you guys are drinking we're fun. busy. We're busy as fuck, and uh, cheers to Make, Maker's Mark. If you guys want to send us a bottle of cool whiskey, maybe we'll drink okay. it and give you a shout-out on the air. Uh, this has been Killian's Pub. Cheers. <laughs>